what's happening welcome to the first episode of mother loving session mother loving session <laughs> the very first episode number one i am your host tuki and i'm gonna have alongside here with me my longtime friend and brother herb yes 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 this is herb the highest guy on the radio, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all know what's happening. Pretty much. So, just a little run through. Mother Loving Session is a podcast for everything. Politics, news, entertainment, fashion, sports, arts. And for the smokers in the room, we will be indulging in different strains of different types of marijuana, giving our feedback, analyzing it. We're going to have some different experts on here who can give us their feedback. Shout out to all the sponsors. <laughs> Most definitely shout out to all the sponsors. Shout out to all the sponsors. We definitely <laughs> could not do this without you all. So we are going to go ahead and dive on into this thing. Um, of course, there's some serious stuff that we need to get to, um, but we're going to wait until later on for all of that good stuff. Um, let's start off with this so-called Trump rally that was supposed to happen this past Saturday. So I don't know if you all know, originally he had planned the rally for Juneteenth, this bastard. And because he got so much bad feedback about it, he decided to change the day to the 20th instead of the 19th that Saturday. Then this nigga, he not a nigga. He not a nigga. This orange went and (laughs) said that he is the one who enlightened America of Juneteenth. He said that Mm. Americans didn't know about Juneteenth until he made it famous. So... This is the person that y'all voted to run this country. And for those who were satisfied with the $1,200 that they received and felt like that was enough to vote this man into office again, go shoot yourself. Oh, <laughs> but you know he's giving out another stimulus, right? Is he giving it out yeah, or he did just, he get they approved? Just, they just, he just had a press conference and that is getting approved. Yeah, for, like, so it did get approved yeah. um, after... Many, many rebuttals from the Senate, our Republican-led Senate, who does everything that our president asks. I mean, but do they really have a choice now? Anyways, shout out to the more money that we're going to get. Nah, nah, shout out to Please still don't vote this man (laughs) (laughs) into office again. All right, so let's go back first, because you were informing me on this uh, before we started the show. Mm -hmm. Um... I really didn't look into it, so I definitely appreciate that information. So he uh, originally planned it for Juneteenth. Oh, yeah. In in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which, Mm. if you don't know about Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Black Wall Street was a community of wealthy, thriving black businesses. Strong. That... um, white people found another trumped up event or something that they said happened that didn't happen and used that to go and burn down all of our businesses and many people lost their lives and it was and you know what's even crazier about this is I know adults like my parents age that I had to Tell them about Black Wall Street. Inform them on this. They had never heard of it before. So, um, 
Yeah. That's Black Wall Street. He planned his rally um, on Juneteenth in the Black, Black in Wall Street location. The Black Wall Street location. So that's Man. that. Um, yeah, so he planned the, the, the rally. I actually received a text message, I want to say it's about two months ago, from someone um, with a link. And the link read that if I signed up, I could RSVP for RSVP for the event. And it sent me the two tickets. And what it was, people were RSVPing for the event with no intention on going at all. <laughs> so, um... So it was kind of like a scam. So his campaign manager, as well as Trump, was bragging on how all these millions of people were planning on attending the Trump rally. Um, and But it could only fit like 100,000 people. So they were bragging on this hundred thousands of people that was going to be there. I don't know if you all know, but 6,700 came. <laughs> and the stands were looking real empty out there. Mm. And... Um, Trump's campaign manager said that it was the Black Lives Matter protesters that caused people not to come to the the rally. Not the fact that niggas just don't fuck with bro. Like, right. <laughs> like that's I mean, what that is. Well, I say this: he sold more tickets than the Falcons. Oh, and that's my team. But back to the matter at hand, though. Yeah, people really don't fuck with him. Oh, it's people JT. starting to. See, I know, man. I know. I know. Okay, I guess we're going to move on. I love the Falcons. They sorry. Matt Ryan need to learn how to take a hit. It's yada, not Matt yada, Ryan. Yada. Don't say Matt Ryan, but we're going to move on, man. We gonna but I'll on. never, ever put orange over the Falcons. I'll never do that to my city. <laughs> Period. So, yeah. Um, and apparently the whole scam was made up by K-pop TikTok, which is the Asian version of TikTok. TikTok. Okay. So, shout out to y'all. Y'all not even over here dealing with this man. Y'all see that he's a problem. Right. So, I mean, I think the whole world see that he a problem now. Like, at first, it was just for propaganda with him just being a celebrity, but yeah. now that he got some power, it's like, you just a real problem. It ain't propaganda with you no more. <laughs> this is real. You just out here. Yeah, like, we gotta go through this. <laughs> so, yeah. That was that. Um, in other news, Bubba, what's his last name? Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace from NASCAR. He is the only black American that's in like the top, that's a full-time driver, correct? Well, he's a top-tier driver. Top-tier. He's a top-tier driver, and he's actually uh, in the top 10 ranking. Okay. So he's actually a ranked driver. Um, But he is the only partially black American in the sport of NASCAR. Which right now. is 2020. And how long has NASCAR been around, do you know? Um, I'm not for certain about the actual date, but it's well over 50 years of, of NASCAR been going on. Yeah, so... I mean, but, that, but truthfully, that's just showing at least we're still advancing. Like, it's, it's not too many black people that just want to drive cars or, or do anything like that. That's just like hockey. Like, if you look at hockey, it's, it's maybe only us. three or four black people that yeah. play hockey, too. So. It's not me as Yeah, but, I mean, it's advancing, you know. Um, also, but still going on to the, from the Bubba Wallace um, story, they found a noose that was hung in his garage. 
So you just spoke on how it shows that we're progressing. Right. However, it's not that much progress because after finding this news, I don't know, you all can look online and see it. NASCAR said that it was not a noose, that it was in fact a tool to pull the garage down, correct? Yes, a garage pull. Well, a door pull. A door pull. Yeah. Um, Now, like, I've seen garages before. Isn't isn't it normally like a little string and then it has like a, a little plastic piece that you pull down? Most definitely. The noose, not the door pull, the noose that was found in his garage had the makings and the knot tying of a noose. Somebody took their time and did that. And what people got to understand too is most of the time when you have a steel garage, the pull is actually going to be a chain. Facts. That's what it's, I was, I it's not going to be an actual rope. It's not going to be a noose. It's not going to be anything that has to be tied in a knot. It's going to be a chain. Hmm. I mean, but once really again, <laughs> once again, we're yeah, making we advancements. You know, shout out to the advancements. Shout out to NASCAR. <laughs> Um, so let me get your thoughts on this this COVID culture, the culture of COVID. Because I know you and I have different <clears throat> views on being at you. Because I want, I'm ready. I cannot wait to go to the. I mean, club. I want to. I want to get out too. You nah, know what I'm bro. Saying? Like I've gone out to certain places. Herb out here. On the, on the, <laughs> I've gone out to certain places on the strength of the people that's been in there. Man. I don't know all them people that's inside that club. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the only reason I've gone is because of the people that's in here, the people that invited me out. But I haven't gone just like I know people who's gone out every weekend since the city been open. I've been out once. But you know, in spirit, I'm with y'all. I'm I'm please go on live for me so I can act like I'm in a club because I really want to go, but I just see myself getting in there and breathing and thinking about everybody else also, breathing in here but with you me. also have to understand this about and i'm gonna have an anxiety attack but i'm saying that's just what's gonna happen Tuka, you I'm, gotta understand about this and about, niggas yelling and rapping songs and it's just breath <laughs> and covid breath and covid <laughs> but listen it's a porous virus so that means not only does it travel through the air it's on it lives on surfaces so you don't have you don't have to actually go in here and be around nobody breathing on you or coughing on you to get this correct but like you can go and touch a door you can go inside of south beach on all national y'all gonna heighten y'all chances i mean if you go into walmart with 100 people you gonna heighten your chances but i'm gonna have my mask on at walmart (laughs) you gonna have gloves on if I don't have gloves, I got Lysol wipes that I'm wiping my buggy down with That's before <laughs> before That's I push it. But it. I can't I, wipe the It kills 99.9. You still got that point one. Nine. <laughs> 99.9. It still do. killed that. You know, you still got that point so, one. So, these are the types, the... the I guess the arguments that people are having right now, and that's why the people that are in these offices are struggling with opening the city or not, because we have people who feel like you are, like, oh, it's a virus, which it is a virus. And it's not people that is our age that's out here dying. So I give you that too. But I I mean, 
I personally but feel like, like everybody needs to take precautions. But it's like, like you gotta take your like, own precautions. Everybody can catch a cold, right? But right. if I can avoid getting a cold, I mean, I, that, I, but that's that's true too. But I'm saying with the with you being out, you heighten your chances of catching anything. But with so you, you gonna sit out in, in the club? So you gonna sit in the house for the you rest of the day? You know even more. No. So you gonna sit I in the house? I don't know when I'm. I don't know. Like I originally said. Once again. I, originally um, said I, I just want y'all to know that I've out. only been out once. Okay, I've been out yeah, one time. I'm not trying to. Don't. I ain't trying to play him like he's just out here, out here. Yeah, like nah, I've been out once. But you went out. Like, yeah, we was out though. Like little, no, I want y'all to get confused. Like we went out. We was out. If you feel me? <laughs> like we we went to, like three spots in one night. You know what I'm saying? We was oh, out. Hold but... on, bro. You didn't tell me this. I did. I told you we went. Well, we didn't go to three clubs. We went to a house and, you know what I'm saying, just seen a couple of different people. And then we went to the club, but other than that. Y'all, we... next episode, Herb gonna have on a mask. <laughs> I mean, I got my mask now. You know, I came, you know, I'm y'all just, just got back from the capital, the, the co- COVID capital. On. We had masks. We did just come it's, back from. Me and yeah. my homegirls went to D.C. and New York and be more. Um, New York. And it was lit. I mean, like, I had never been in New York before. Them folks are there passing out COVID like Timberlands up there in New York. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. Them folks got the highest counts, and their counts going up every day. No, they, they wearing all these masks. No more, Man, yes, New York know. and Florida still have the up. highest counts. We're going to look that up because I don't know about that. Anyways, Atlanta, Georgia numbers going up. I know that. And yeah, Florida. definitely. Florida going up. Oh yeah, up. Florida numbers Florida, going up. Florida. Think about think about as oh soon as they God, open up Florida, everybody went to Florida, like, right? Everybody gets sick. <laughs> they, they down there passing, drinking out the same cup, just passing it around. Here, take a sip. <laughs> cup runneth over. Take a sip. Yeah, man, I'm scared. And then like like dating right now. That's what I'm saying. Like you could just How are people are dating? And I get it. Like I don't feel like you should not date. Because a epidemic, a pandemic is going on. <laughs> yeah, right. Can't even call it an epidemic. Like it's We're a in a pandemic. Why not? You still need to have a sex life. But um, I don't know. Like when it comes to like new people, like are you? Are you? Nah. Yeah, I don't have nobody new in my life. <laughs> I ain't no. Ready. I can't do nobody new. Yeah. No. Damn. And I damn sure don't. Like, oh. Right. I mean. I'm just, I'm just chilling, y'all. I honestly, um, I have started like COVID has given me the opportunity to start a project. I.e., audience right here, mother loving session. Shout out to COVID because right, I don't right. know how I would have did this if I had been still doing my nine to five. Um, and I'm from what I'm seeing many people are starting projects and starting businesses like people who have been procrastinating or just couldn't find the time to really invest because they ain't had nothing else to do like think about it you we was on lockdown for what about 40 days like if you couldn't get nothing together in 40 days well georgia technically never really locked down in my opinion i mean but i'm saying like if you wasn't an essential worker like you were You know what I'm saying? It was it was unlocked. Like you couldn't go nowhere. People weren't working. So yeah, people weren't working. And that's my thing. Like people weren't going anywhere neither. You couldn't. The clubs were shut down. Yeah. Everything was shut down. So you can't go nowhere. That's All you're true. gonna do is stay in the house or go to the grocery store. Or go to the gas station. And like, that's how. Let's see. When when did Corona start in February? I mean, it was talked so, about in February, but it <clears> the November, city shut down in December, like March. It's gonna be a baby boom, like how it was back in the day. Watch how many people are gonna be having 
kids around November and December. Everybody, oh, yeah, my niggas gonna be embarrassed. They're not even gonna announce that they are pregnant because they're gonna know that so many people have gotten pregnant during this time. But no, nah, it's gonna be pregnant parties out here. I'm here for the love. I don't. If if y'all in love, y'all love it. I love it. Just take care of them babies. But I was about to say, baby mama's <laughs> gonna be meeting up. They finna be doing the yoga, the pregnant yoga, everything. Hey, they got time. Nobody at work. Right. So, no. like, have you gotten word on when you going back to work? You know what's crazy? Like, lately, I keep dreaming that I wake up in the morning from a text message from my manager telling me that I got to come back to work. Like, that's... And it's not a good dream. Like, it's a nightmare. <laughs> I was about to say. It's like, somewhat of a nightmare. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to go back. I loved my job. I love my job. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I love my career. I love my passion more. And it's hard to follow your passion when you got bills to pay. You know what I mean? Like... I think it's the comfort of knowing that you got a paycheck at the end of the week that makes people not take that leap into, you know, different business investments or different opportunities of being an entrepreneur. So I know that was me. Like, I know I got to feed my kids. I know I got to pay this rent. Podcast. I got all this equipment, but we're gonna keep you in this corner right here until I, I gotta run go to work. Check. <laughs> I gotta go to work. <laughs> I gotta go to work today. Right. So. Understandable. Understandable. But no, no, no. I um. No word. Of when I'm coming back. What about you? Not that I know of. I mean, uh, that was given a date on like October, but that's the last thing I heard. I, October. And I hate to say this, but I'm. I don't want to say that. Yeah. I don't want I mean, to say that. I, she's not going to say it, but I'll say it. Like, I don't plan on going back. It's not that I don't <laughs> plan on going back. I honestly don't think they're going to call me back. Because, oh. unfortunately, my job had to let go of a lot of people. And it's going to take a lot of time for multiple industries to get back to where they were. And being that that is the case, they're not going to be able to hire everybody back. Right. We're not going to need all, all of y'all. y'all. <laughs> not at one time, anyway. <laughs> we not, we don't have all this going on where we're going to need all of y'all. So, um, honestly, I don't, I don't think that I am going to be rehired. So, that brings me to, like, okay, adulting, right? Because <laughs> everybody's trying to do it. I don't know. You would think somebody would have written a book by now. On how to be an adult? On the shit not to do. Because I don't think nobody ever knows how to be an adult. You're figuring it out as you go along. But it's been enough of y'all that have messed up some shit that, like, hey, start a group message on Facebook or a group chat and just drop shit in here. Like, hey, don't do this. I tried this. This didn't work for me. And then. So how about we try that? We should do that. So y'all be on the lookout. Well, on the Mother Loving Session Facebook page, we're going to put all the shit not to do as an adult. Right. That'll help a lot of people. Especially from the age of 25 through 30. And then if you like me, me personally, I did a lot of dumb shit. Don't <sighs> then do we all. I did. <laughs> then we all. But yeah, and then it's just like, for the betterment of our people. You know what I'm saying? Just for the betterment of our people. Yeah. It's going to start with us. I can start with us. And we can break a chain. Once you break one, one link... All the links eventually start to break. So, and you can see just with this Black Lives Matter movement 
at the level that it is now because of course this movement started a while ago right but at the level that it is now because people are so unified is making shit happen and, and that's how I think that's how they are able to keep us on the dumbed down level that <clears throat> excuse me unfortunately black people are operating and functioning in because they keep us against each other you know yeah and I mean not only do, do they keep us against each other but it's more of a a mentality thing too because it's like I gotta get it right you know what I'm saying right. so that's that's how we train unfortunately and it's not just oh we just train to be against each other it's just like hey I gotta get it too just like you so it's a doggy dog the, yeah, world you know what I'm saying it's either me or you and 9 times out of 10 well I ain't gonna even say 9 times sure 10 straight. times out of 10 like you did I gotta make sure I'm straight first man most Damn. definitely but but if it wasn't, if we weren't put in these crab in a barrel type of situations, people won't have to make decisions like that where right. I'm trying to step on you to get up. Get up, man. Because white people don't do that. White people just be, white people give so much shit away. Like, how stingy, like, and it's not even, I don't want to say that black people are stingy because we don't have the resources, but the way that white people just like, do you see how much Donald Trump bitched about the Obamacare. Yeah. Because he said we couldn't afford it, right? Right. Yet you had money to give out twelve hundred dollars to every American, at right. least twelve hundred. Where does money come from? Like, you know what I mean? But and that's why it's people who like, damn, he done gave us twelve hundred dollars, I'm finna vote for this nigga. I'm and like, then damn, it's people saying he ain't never had no job before. Right. And that <laughs> and that was my whole thing about the twelve hundred dollars. Like I definitely I wasn't against the twelve hundred dollars, but I wasn't for it either. Like I really didn't care about it on yeah. the strength of it's a petty party. Like if you that's not gonna take care of anybody. Nobody. That doesn't cover my rent. At all. That doesn't cover anybody. That doesn't cover. That doesn't cover anybody's <laughs> expenses for the month. Not down here in Atlanta, Georgia. Like I don't care who you are, or where you stay at. That doesn't cover anybody's expenses. Not all your expenses. So I do feel like that was kind of. Uh, yeah, I feel like that was kind of a, a, like how you give like the little kid the controller with the game not plugged in here just just to get you, you know what I'm saying act like you playing like y'all still here. That's what? what I feel like that was a little bit. Really. Yes, I mean, because the reason why I said it is, <laughs> That's a good like, analogy. if y'all look at what Canada was getting a month, then you will see what I mean. I just want y'all to go look up what Canada was getting oh, a month compared to the oh, yeah. United States I citizens. You. But you remember I told you, like, their original stimulus was, like, summed up at, like, $8,200 or something like that. Like, they're original. And so, who knows what they've come up with since then they were after getting, the country has been, or if they have. I don't know if they have. But, they were, yeah, they was giving them money. They were and y'all was having about $1,200 a week. <laughs> they was getting, yeah, they was getting money. They was making sure them folks were straight. They were definitely were getting money. $3,500 a week. So, and y'all I mean, were, y'all, y'all are happy about $1,200. They don't know no a one-time buy of twelve hundred dollars. They like, don't know no better. It's honestly people <clears throat> like like the unemployment. Right. I mean, but they see, I'm grateful for the unemployment. Right. I was about to say that did help a lot. Don't but, get me wrong. I'm more than grateful for it, especially with the extra six hundred on top of it. However, this extra six hundred is something new. Mm -hmm. Think about the people that have been surviving off of unemployment. Before the before extra 600 the, Before the $600. Think about 
that ain't no money. How, right. Like, and this is what this man awarded to you all for you all to survive a pandemic <laughs> with. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Make it make sense. Please, somebody, anybody. Once again, take the controller. <laughs> give it to your little that's cousin. Shit. I've never done that before, but just because you Oh, just we did it all the time. Out, like, that's what I'm saying. Because you threw that out time. so quick. That sounds like some shit that you did on. I and then eventually, you know what I'm saying? Once you. like that, now that I, I think about it. I mean, eventually you'll wise. You know what I'm saying? I'm you'll wise up. Sure. People people going to start wising up and understanding. I'm going to call my brother after this and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> like, people going to start wising up and understanding. Like, what he's doing now is actually going to jeopardize us in the next five to ten years just on the strength of what is the currency of money going to change into because money is going to change over it's not going to be the dollar bill is eventually going to be worthless because right now for those who don't know the dollar bill ain't nothing but cotton and paper mixed together so eventually that's going to be worthless people don't realize that it's not worthless I, I mean, mean I don't know why we ever <clears throat> went from the gold, gold standard in the first place I mean because gold is so much it's so many more minerals out here that are either valuable, valuable or you know what I'm saying that just as valuable as gold I get it so like oil oil is just as valuable as gold but it's a whole you know what I'm saying it's a whole nother but we can't use oil as a currency but that's what I'm saying so we can't really use gold as a currency we either. did they did but they had to change it I wonder why I'm gonna look that up too Man, just look it up. I mean, but now it's going to think about Bitcoin. But now it's going to go. Mm, it's definitely going to go. True. You know what I'm saying? Crypto. It's definitely going to go electronic. That's very true. So that's the next wave that people need to be gearing up for most definitely. Bitcoin. Not even just Bitcoin, but just on the strength of. Have you noticed how all of the banks now have some kind of online banking? Online banking. But does that not scare you though? Because I, shit can be hacked so easily. I mean, but that's why you know what I'm saying they have certain things where you know money is protected regardless. Your money gonna be protected. Ain't so nobody protected still. from scammers. They they always got somebody that's smarter than you. Right. These niggas live off that shit. Right. I mean, but once again, the money is gonna be protected. Like they can take all your money as long as you can tell the bank. Like, hey, I didn't approve none of these mm, transactions. Your um, money is only insured up to a certain amount. I mean, but how yes. much how much are you going to have in your bank account? I mean, I get that. But just for, I mean, because I ain't, I ain't balling yet. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people who do have a lot of money, like, that, kind, that scares me. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's only insured up. Just like with regular insurance on your house or on your car or anything, it's only insured up. We only going to pay a certain amount of money. Like, hold on, chill out. We're not going to give you all that. Right, but I mean, at a certain point, y'all going to be like, hold on, like, the bank's not even going to clear a certain amount at, at a certain time mm, anyway. That's you true. know what I'm saying? That's so they're going to take... But hackers, I believe in hackers. Yeah, most definitely. They're out here. They're definitely out here. They but what I'm saying is, you if you got $50,000 in your bank account, you don't, you're not oh, really yeah, going to have to worry about bank. nobody taking $50,000 out no of your bank account. They ain't bank, though. They ain't worried about that. You'll get that back. And I'm that's what I'm saying. About. I ain't saying, you know, like big money. I ain't yeah, saying nothing like that. I'm talking about, you know, just a couple thousand. Sorry. This girl here... Sorry. Anyways, so on to sports. I recently read that the NBA was considering giving 
players' rings that could like track their temperature and heart rate and all that good stuff and detect for COVID symptoms. Because why? I don't understand. Like, I, I mean, I get it. NBA, they didn't get to play this year. Is that why they're so pressed? No, 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 no. They, they, got, they got to play. They just had to be stopped. Like, they stopped during prime time. So okay. they stopped in March. So they had two months left of the season because the playoffs started in May. Yeah, I got you. So okay. that was, you know. Because I couldn't figure out, like, because you, you're hearing more about the NBA than the NFL. But, but that's like the prime American sport, though, now. The NBA? The NBA, yeah. Because they make, they don't make the most money, but they're the most profitable. Explain that. The okay, as far as like baseball players, mm-hmm. I know they make the most. They make the most money, but they make the most money over time. So like for somebody to have, when you hear about those big baseball contracts, oh three hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. that's three hundred million dollars for thirteen years or twelve mm-hmm. years, ten years. So they spread it out. Yeah. Now LeBron per James, yeah, per year it's broken it down. It's broken down by minute, all that type of stuff. Every t- whenever you suit up and healthy and, and ready to play, you getting paid. Gotcha. And then what about like practice? That. Practice. I don't, I'm not concerned about practice. Right. I just know like those game day checks and stuff too. like that. Those things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think they get paid for practice just on the strength of hey, I can get hurt in practice. I feel too. You. Yeah, they should. But like as far as baseball goes, like I say, you will hear about a 300 million dollar deal. Or a four hundred, five hundred million dollar deal, but that'd be over thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years of playing. Mm. Hmm. In the NBA, Steph Curry just got almost a three hundred million dollar deal for five years. What? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So that's why I say like baseball players make the most. So how is that just based off the terms that the NBA set up as opposed to the No, that's the based on the terms of what my what my contract is set up through my employer. Gotcha. Like it's it's still a job, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just getting three hundred million dollars to get out here and do this for five years. And then Man. so but it's certain intangibles and it's certain things that he has to get a achieve to get, get that, that full three hundred million. So it's million. possible because, yeah. like what's the guy Antonio Brown is yeah. that the one? Because he he's don't not, play no more, no, right? He's, he's out. Yeah. But he had <clears throat> got he was he went with who was the Patriots? Yeah, so he yeah he bounced around. He but I'm talking about who was he with before he started running his mouth? Where he was he was the Steelers. Away. So he was with he was with the Steelers. Then he left the Steelers. He got traded to the Raiders. And then once he got traded to the Raiders, like he did some off the wall stuff. Uh, got to the right tra- left the Raiders and uh sign with the Patriots and all he had to do was just shut up for 10 days <laughs> and he was gonna get 80 million dollars man from three different teams so it'd be a total of 80 million dollars from three different teams or something like that that might have been the contract but he got on the internet and started talking again and the Patriots let him go I saw that yeah that's and now he's like... out of a job cause he was like was he the one that was going off crazy on his baby mama unfortunately And that's my thing Like I understand You know what I'm saying Like bro I understand certain situations But To do it publicly Is At the end of the day No matter what she did It's still gonna look bad on You you. Cause you're a celebrity Everybody know you We don't know her Right Like that's (laughs) your baby mama Okay cool Like and then Don't get on there And do all of that And then A week later You right back with her 
you on the internet calling her a bitch oh, all in front of the he police got back with her. yeah he got right back with her a week later Damn, right. Yo. That was that's my only that's my only issue about it. Like everything else, hey, bro, you shoot yourself in the foot, you shoot yourself in the foot. I you gotta learn how to walk. walk some, that off. We should be but. able to vote out some celebrities, like from the black culture, like Raven Simone. But Raven, but listen, she Raven be go. having some valid points Raven, though. First person to go. Raven no, be having some I'm valid sorry. points. Ra- though. Raven's third. Candace Owens, you the first one. You gotta go. We we been done with you, long time ago. Second. Stacey Dash, we were done with you a while ago too. You got yeah. it. Damn, she Stacey is so beautiful. It's like, damn, you are. Stacey was one of the images that black people use to represent a black woman, like the natural black woman. I mean, but she didn't even look like a natural black woman. She did. She, she was like pretty. Brown hazel eyes and black people can have hazel eyes. Bronze hair, like. She was mixed with something. That's all I'm no, saying. No, I don't think so. Like she wasn't. She wasn't in that class with Nia Long and Jada Pickett and uh, Holly Berry. Like those were. She wasn't a Jet Magazine. Uh, I'm sure Stacy was Stacy. Hey, listen, my mama collected the Jets. All and right, Stacy was never. I ain't seen did. her. All right, I haven't seen Jet. her at all. I know she was on Jet. I'm looked at it. I haven't seen Stacey Dash mm-hmm. on a Jet magazine. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, she didn't fit in that category. Like, that's who I seen growing up, me personally. Like, I seen Stacey I Dash on Clueless, and that was it. Like, what else did she do after Clueless? Know. I just... That's yeah, what I'm that's saying. True. Like, but she, she was, didn't do she, nothing was after Clueless. she a Clueless. model or something? No. She was always an actor. Like, she My was always y'all. supposed to be an actor. I was trying to give out. And that's what I'm saying. Well, like, we what, we need anyway, to, so what we need to stop doing, I personally feel like, is making people that we don't really know famous. Like, we don't know nothing about these folks. Like, I mean, we don't know nothing about nobody famous. But what I'm saying... But no, what I'm saying is if people are not coming out here giving you their story as they're getting famous, like think about most rappers, especially the rappers that we grew up on. You feel like you know them because they gave you that story coming up in that music and stuff like that. I mean, I feel like I know them because I grew up with them. But you grew up listening to what they were saying. A lot of rap. Think about Andre. Andre gave you his story coming up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like think about T.I. T.I. gave you his story coming up. Even Jeezy. Jeezy gave you his story coming up. Like, if, if, even if it was fabricated, he still felt like... And then you seen... Hey, I went from a dope boy to so a So it's okay if it's fabricated? Yeah, it's all right. Movies are fabricated. Everything has been fabricated. History itself is fabricated. So you're saying lie to me. Mm-mm. As opposed I'm not to saying not lie to give you. me a story. I'm not saying lie to you. I'm just saying give you a way out. Mm-hmm. Like... Nowadays, people don't really have a way out on things. People just say stuff and just be like, yeah, you know, okay, so how I do it? They show you how to do it, but don't tell you. That's true. You know what I'm saying? When you need to do it or how it need to be done. How to go about doing it or how long it takes to do it. And that's what I say about, you know what I'm saying, certain rappers or certain artists certain actors at least showed you their progression as an actor but at the same time you do remember like you said this is a job so it's people there they're working for this approving and dis, uh, disproving but I'm saying Stacey Dash their content once again I don't know the, the actors that I named Holly Berry Neil Long like they're ha- they have proven content Stacey do Dash their, doesn't have proven but I'm saying they have proven content and you've seen their growth through their acting yeah I just can't remember you don't, what else Stacey you Dash don't, was in I'm sure she was in some more shit bro listen what I'm saying is you can't if you can't remember what she was in that'll tell you right there I also smoke a lot of weed 
but you can remember so you you know Jada Pickett you know Jada Pickett was in Set It Off, correct? Yes. Okay. What other movie do you know Jada Pickett was in? Um, Jada was in a lot of movies. Menace to Society. All right, that's two right there that you just named. Give me two Stacey Dash movies. Clueless. Clueless two. Oh. I oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a clue. I was gonna say I think there was a clue too, but I don't think she was in it. Oh, oh but I could be know. wrong because I don't think I watched it. But that's what I'm saying. Like even if she, even if Stacey Dash does have but more movies was, and things of that nature, but she had, she was like had many features in a lot. Most of Most definitely, TV she was. She shows. was definitely. She and, and she that's was the thing. That she was definitely a beautiful girl. girl. That everybody knew. Everybody knew who Stacey. But Dash they knew. Was. But they knew her for being the black girl that acted like the dumb blonde. Mm. That's that was always her role. Like, no matter what, even in commercials, she was always the, oh, okay, girl. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, and that'd be my only thing. People, if people show their progression and show like, hey, I've stepped it up. I've come from this point and made it to this point and made it to this Mm -hmm. point now. All right, cool. You can support that. But... I can't support Stacey Dash if she's still acting the same way she acting 20 years ago. You still acting I like the dumb blonde and you a like grown woman. Because I wouldn't have been watching Clueless if I hadn't known that. Period. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. like. But no, I get what you're saying. Like, we've seen people's growth. And right. We we've seen, seen people's growth. maturity. We haven't seen her maturity Like, honestly, yet. that's why I like Cardi B. Because we've seen the levels of Cardi B, like. But she came out the gate just like that too. Like she still get a little. She still get in her ways. Like I was just seeing her on the internet not too long ago, and she was. Yeah, I'm not for certain. Oh, I don't know. Gonna have a quick intermission. We'll be right back. So. Welcome back. Um, sorry about that little intermission right there. You know, your girl's still learning and stuff. But no, thank you all again for tuning into this first session. Um, we are going to hop back into the conversations. We are, have to talk about the serious stuff that's going on now. I know, I don't want to say that I'm tired of hearing about it because, I mean, it's real and it's happening. So I can't get tired. But I know that this conversation of the deaths has been draining I I know that I have shed many tears since um, finding out about the George Floyd shooting and then after um, the Brooks shooting you know just that was another session so it's just like I know that this is draining but I do feel like I would do be doing it a disservice if I don't discuss the killing of our black men and women here in America. Most definitely. Um, so the three office, the three officers that ran in Breonna Taylor's home, shooting her eight times. However, they fired how many? Uh, I'm not really for certain on the, on the round. I it was in the 20s. It definitely was in the high 20s. It was in the of, 20s of rounds, of rounds that were shot. Certain. But eight of them went into her. Those officers have just been indicted. Um, I don't know if you all know, but the Breonna Taylor shooting was before George Floyd's. 
a good time before his, correct? Was it before Ahmad's? I don't think it was before Ahmad. Oh, it was between both of them. So, anyways, this young woman was killed a while ago. And the fact that the officers are just now being indicted is disgusting. In the least bit, it shows that we're still... I mean, we knew that the our justice system was fucked up and that it was not set to protect black people but to make money off of us but um this situation it just made me sick to my stomach because there's no confusion about who was wrong (laughs) you know what I mean y'all were wrong the people that protect us were wrong but as I said I do believe but the story is that he shot first her boyfriend shot first correct he shot at them after they were shooting. Mm-hmm. He definitely so shot they, at them. So they shot first. Yeah, they came in there busting. Um, however, um, that still he was he was he didn't get charged with anything at all. Right. Yeah, he didn't get charged. So I definitely know that. So I mean that is that definitely brings speculation right there. But I didn't the get reason, charged with anything. Cause the reason I think that the reason they're dragging their feet about this is because once these officers get charged, it can't stop there. These officers were doing their job, as in they were sent to this house. So now we need to go talk to this judge that signed this no-knock warrant. What justification did these officers or these detectives, what evidence did they bring to you that you felt like it was okay for them to run in this person's house without any, like, what made you decide to be the judge, the trial, and the jury right there? That, that, that's why they're dragging their feet about this because I know if I was, were those officers and I'm in jail, oh, I'll let your boy too because he need to come in there with me. So I think that's why they dragged their feet about it. And I think that it's not going to end at this, but I, I'm grateful that at least they have indicted these officers. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I personally... Did they indict them? They didn't indict them. They just fired them. They indicted the Ahmad R... Yes. I'm sorry. They just indicted the three guys that killed um, Ahmad. So they haven't indicted... They didn't indict those officers. They just got fired. Okay. And like I said, that's why. Because they're going to have to talk to that judge. If those if they get charged, they're going to have to charge a lot more people. So I I hate to say it. I'm I'm praying that they do do something, some kind of legal justice for this. But it's going to be, I think it's going to be a long road because it's going to question a lot of people that are in authority. But I mean... And that's just messed up. You really don't have to be smart to be an authority. Mm. You know that? Not at all. How old do you have to be to be a police officer? 18? 18 years old. Six months of training. And uh, maybe like a But a, a judge, you have to be smart to be a judge. No. How? I took the LSAT. That bitch is not easy at all. Like at I mean, all, that's just, at all. That's you just have to knowing, be smart. But that's just knowing the law, though. No, the LSAT is not about the law. You don't on the LSAT test, the law school test. There is no law questions on that For bitch real? at all. I mean, so what? So there is the no law it? questions on there I thought, at all. I thought it was no, that was the whole point. No, of, at least you got you, reasoning. You got pages of passages that you have to scan through them bitches and answer 
real reason, deep, in-depth questions about that shit. They have these things called logic games where they give you a tad bit of information and you got to make a chart and decide if so-and-so went to France, her brother went to this, how is this person related to this person based off of maybe six facts that they gave you. There's no law questions on the law school wow, test that's at crazy. all. So no, you. I do believe you have to be a smart person. So you got to be smart to get in law school. Period. Like, Period. I would have never even thought about it. Like, yeah. I would have thought, like, hey, you just get in here, you learn the law, Mm-mm. just learn and understand. Because you got to, that's the thing, you should be able to, you have to know how to practice law, like, and apply it to different situations. It's not knowing the law. And that's the thing, like, they try to make law so black and white, but it's not. It's not black and white because different situations require different laws, different reactions, or different reasoning. Yeah, different reasoning. There you go. Different reasoning. So, you know, like, I was over here not too long ago having a discussion with um, some people, and that was right after the Brooks incident, and they were trying to say, well, you know, he was, this man did pull a taser. Like, how many people you know pull a taser on an officer? You're not supposed to do that. Granted, you're not supposed to do that. This is true, but... Did that deserve for this man to get shot and killed? But a taser isn't a isn't considered a deadly weapon in Georgia. It isn't considered a deadly weapon. Yeah, so I mean, it's, so a, and what's crazy is so, an actual BB gun or pellet gun is considered a deadly weapon. Yeah. That's why they tell you don't walk around with them. But yeah. a taser isn't. Just because of the simple fact that it can be mistaken as a gun, but uh, you can die from taser though. You can. I mean, you can. Got like a health issue or something like that. You you can, can, but it's still not considered a deadly Mm -hmm. weapon in Georgia. So yeah, so I I don't feel like it was. But anyways, what they were trying to push at is that he was resisting arrest. I mean, that's cool. That's understandable. And they try to. They they try to. They try to play the line as far as you know what you're supposed to do with an officer and what you're not supposed to do with an officer. And I just feel like that's just, that's bullshit to me because this officer, yes, he is an officer of the law and he has his badge and I owe him a certain level of respect due to his given Right. But Position. the law actually is not made to protect him. The law is actually made to protect you. But so his job first is to protect and serve. But you got to protect me before you serve. This me. is true. But when they when they leave from like <clears throat> their what is they called the station? They what they wanted to make sure that they do is that they come home to their family. I mean, that's cool. Everybody wants that. Everybody during everybody. So that's nothing. And that's what I don't understand. Like, I know that they're taught that. That's something that they're actually taught. Hey, we're just trying to make a home try family right. and things of that nature. So when so you're scared, I, and that's the thing, like, they need to just say, okay, he was scared. Like, it's not because this man was doing anything that you really felt with. Oh, you, you don't need that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll take it. It's, <clears throat> it's not that he was doing anything that was seriously dangerous that had them in danger. It was just that they was he was scared. You know what I mean? You didn't feel like running behind this man. 
Right. Not because when he turned around and fired that taser, you weren't scared for your life. That's that's the only time that you should pull a gun on someone. As an officer, they have mace, they have a nightstick, they have a taser, and then they have a gun. So you have a couple steps that you can hit before pulling your gun. How do you automatically get to the gun pulling? You know what I mean? You were supposed to, your job is to chase this man. How often even, are officers even chasing people anymore? But he didn't even have to chase him. You already had his license. This is true. You already had his car. It just don't make his sense. Name. It's, it, none of it makes sense. It's just, but this is how they've been trained. But once again, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we're gonna defund the police, we're gonna have to defund the officials as well. But I don't think they're gonna take it that far. I feel you. I because feel. once again, like it goes hand in hand, and that's why I was kind of saying about being a judge. You don't really have to be smart. But like I said, I, that's just because I thought, you know, what I'm saying the LSAT was just hey, you go in here, you learn different laws, you learn you learn different structures of the law and things of that nature. That's mm-hmm. what I really thought it was about. Mm-hmm. And but that's I mean, once I'm a, I'm sure once you get in law school, that is the case. But for now. I mean, like when just entry is is you're not practicing, you're not okay. learning law. Okay. Well. But yeah, you're right. I don't know. I just this whole I've already known this about the country. It's not like this has been they've been killing us for a while. But I think because I have kids now, I have two black boys that are eventually going to become men hell they ain't even got to become men at this point they shooting the boys so that in itself scares me like that's what made me cry about the Brooks shooting because I know I got kids and I don't know how I'm going to protect them out here with all this stupid shit going on you know I mean and I understand that you know what I'm saying? Like, me and my mother sat down and had the same, pretty much the same conversation really? like that. But After only, all this? Yeah. I mean, as wow. far as why all this is going on. Yeah. And I just got to tell you like I told her. Now is the time to, hey, if you got to shed tears, shed tears. Get all that stress out. Get all that worry out. Now is the time to build up that confidence and be strong. Because, you know what I'm saying? Certain situations is just not going to be in your control. Unfortunately, so you just gotta, hey, now you gotta build up, you know what I'm saying, both of your sons to be strong black men as well. But do I teach them to be like hard? I mean, it's not about being hard, it's just about being strong. Hey, you know who you are, you're a strong black man, no matter what you grow up to become, because you can't, it's a difference from what he's becoming or what he'll, you know what I'm saying, just showing him, hey, this is what you're going to be regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to become something else, but you're going to have that pride of, hey, you're a strong black man regardless. Right, right. That that part. Yeah. Yeah. So. I got it? that. It's, I get that. You just got to be strong. Just, I can't really explain it because I don't know how it is to be a woman. But as far I just, as I'm just, a, I just don't know what to teach them. I'm wanting, to and know that's why I'm trying to tell you, like, as far as a woman raising 
men, you just gotta be strong for them. Like, and that that's it. That it got be more to it than that. I'm t- I'm telling you, like my mother, she couldn't really teach me much. Like I learned, right. but she couldn't teach me much about being a man. Right. Because she wasn't. Right. And I know this. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's I know why this. I say you Like, I'm not one of those women who are like, oh, you ain't no nigga. Nah, I got boys. Right. But that's what I'm saying. I you got gotta boys. be strong I for them. I can't teach them how to gotta, be men. And you gotta, but you just got to understand. Understand, like, hey, I can't do this, but I can walk with you through it. Like, I can't, I can't show you, like, as a man, this is what you need to be right. doing. But... As you walking through the steps of your life, I can sit up here and walk side by side with you. We're going to walk it together. And that's what I mean about being strong with them. Like, hey, if you want to do this, you got to be strong enough to do it with them. If the other one want to do that, hey, you got to be strong enough to do it with them. I got you. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I hope. (laughs) I don't know. I just hope that... I hope things change before... And it's not going to be a dramatic change. It's not going to be our kids that sees the difference. It's not going to be their kids that sees the difference. I think it's going to be a couple generations before black lives matter, so to speak. Right. I mean, and to the Black Lives Matter movement, you know what I'm saying? I definitely respect everything that they're doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm appreciative of it. Mm -hmm. I just hope, like, somebody get it corrected. You know what I'm saying? Where it really... People getting, like, lost in the sauce. I don't think people getting lost in the sauce, but I think they're letting too much of the world tarnish the name of it. Mm. Now, like, because you got to think, two years ago, it really stood for something. It still stands for some shit I'm saying, but it doesn't... It it didn't have as... Because it's having this much of an impact, I Mm -hmm. think they need to start standing up for real. And doing what? Like, hey, represent something... Cause like I said, they're just putting too much oh. bad influence on the name. Like there's just. So, what do you think outside of the police reform? What is what do you think could be another thing that that the Black Lives Matter or just Black people in general? Not even just saying the Black Lives Matter movement. Black people in general. What do you think that they could do next? What's the next step? And that's the thing. I don't. I don't personally know. We can't, I, watching, I can't really say. Like I was watching, um, Brooks's lawyer, Brashard Brooks's family's attorney, when mm-hmm. he did a press conference, um, and he was saying like, I don't know what's next. Like I don't know. We don't know. And what the what type what what the justice is as we see you know what I mean because that was just fresh from the George Floyd George Floyd was what three weeks before I think it might have been two oh I think it might have been two oh my god and I that's, remember but that's the crazy thing like we don't even know they saying black people want reparations what do we really ask for. Is they is nothing that they could afford. That's what I'm saying. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, what do we really ask it's for? Not as y'all got to come up the off all of this shit. Y'all got to come up leave. That's the only reparations that they could give us at this point. Cause who every, won't? And they're not going to do that. Right. So that's what I'm saying. That's, I think that's why so many black people, which ah, I don't know how close I can get to that, but I think that's why a lot of black people say we need to go back to Africa because white people are never going to leave. 
But my thing is like, okay. as far as How when people, black people say that, I'm gonna just say this: like, harmony, my my granddad not African. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he he's not African at all. So when people say that, that's why I be telling people like, bro, Yo. y'all can go back to Africa. My granddad ain't African. My granddad is your your granddaddy granddaddy African. Nah, hell nah. <laughs> they from, <laughs> they from South America. <laughs> Nigga, they started in Africa. South America was just one stop before they got up here. Nah, they were natives. You know Uh, what I'm saying? They was natives. Okay, you one of them. I ain't black. I'm just telling you. It ain't the... I'm black. I'm definitely black. My mama folks from Africa. (laughs) Most definitely. They from Africa. (laughs) They definitely from Africa. (laughs) But I'm just saying, my daddy, you know what I'm saying? I got some good hair from them. (laughs) If you see my mom... The cousins on my mama's side, they really be hanging. They ain't got this. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> this man's retarded. But no. Um, the point that you made earlier about the um As far as as far as the Black Lives Matter movement, I just think it's time for somebody to step up as far as leadership and guidance on where this movement is gonna go mm-hmm. and how much of a wave this movement is gonna pick up within the next three to five years. <laughs> On that note, we are going to have another break. Just one moment, we'll be right back with you. You were saying, um, you were saying how you felt that someone needs to take the role of leadership. Oh yeah, most definitely. For this Black like, Lives Matter movement, I definitely feel like um, that would be an actual helpful thing as far as the longevity of the movement and how strong it's going to stand in the distant future. But I feel like. If we're waiting for somebody to take leadership, nobody's ever gonna do it. But that's why we don't need to be waiting. Someone, I mean, once again, we have a lot of people speaking, we have a lot of people uh, voicing their opinions or just having an impact themselves, a lot of celebrities and things like that. Like, it just doesn't have to be one person. Like, hey, you know, they have, like, how they do the Senate and things of that nature. Like, we can have chambers of it or just levels of it. Like, if it's going to really mean something, it's going to really have an impact on black people's lives, then, hey, we need to understand what black people need in America. I, I get that. And if that. this is going to be the movement that is going to propel that and give us that, what we need, mm-hmm. then, hey, we need somebody that's going to stand behind this movement and somebody that's going to guide this movement and have at least an impact on not just the ju- the justice system, but have an impact on the communities that these black people live in, that your kind live in. You know what I'm saying? But while we're waiting on that, I mean, not waiting on that, I feel like each of us individually have to be active until someone emerges as a leader because otherwise we'll get stagnant waiting on this leader to announce themselves. Right. Most definitely. But the point that you said earlier before the show when we were um, talking about um, HBCUs Mm -hmm. um, 
and the types of athletes that they recruit. Correct. Um, I mean, I mean HBCU. So for the listeners in the audience, what I said was I feel like these five star college. Well, high school athletes that are number one and number two in the world and things of that nature, or just in America, they need to be, you know what I'm saying, going to HBCUs, especially, and that could be one of the Black Lives Matter, that that can be one of the things that they start pushing, but someone will have to take the lead on that exactly. and start influencing, hey, listen, these HBCUs, I know these... <clears throat> these white schools, they come down here and bribe y'all and pay y'all and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But hey, these HBCUs, let's start putting this money back into your people. Community. You but know what I'm that's true. And I I definitely agree because I graduated from an HBCU. So I went to an HBCU as well. I love my HBCU, but baby, if y'all had put in the pamphlet that the football team was going to be sorry like they was. <laughs> Um, no, nah, I'm just playing. But no, nah, our football team was sorry. Um, I think that that's something that should, yeah, we definitely need to be going to these HBCUs. But my question is, because I know a little bit about sports, but not much. Are they actually recruiting, like, are they drafting kids that go f- to HBCUs? Has there anybody, has there ever been any athlete that was drafted to the NFL from an HBCU? Um, I'm not. For, I know in football, most definitely. But oh, yeah? as far as basketball, I'm not for certain. Now there has been athletes that have been drafted that would have gone to D two. Yeah, and, yeah, you know yeah. I saying? know that. I know that. SWAT schools and things of that nature, but, but those NFL. also, but those also, HBCUs also are D two schools and that's true. Things of that nature. I think Howard is a is a D one school, but they don't have anybody to recruit their their school. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> So why do is is it the money that causes It's the money and the name and and what comes with it. Like you got to think about it. I, and I understand it. Certain schools have legacies, but AC HBCUs also have legacies. Oh uh, yeah, deep rooted ones. You know like, what I'm saying? Real rooted. But as far as sports go like Duke, Duke is a prime, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. college. Like that's my favorite college team. But for all sports. No, just for college basketball. Like as far as football go, I'm still a Georgia boy. You know what I'm saying? But college basketball, I'm a Duke fan. Like Duke, watching Duke basketball actually got me into playing basketball. I got you. But um, back to it, like Duke, they're a prime school. You're going to get people come with there. They're going to watch you every day, every time you play NBA scouts. Duke is on TV. Every time they play, they're on TV. Right. So you get to go out there and showcase. Like, you know, they put on the show. But, but you're So you're saying HBCUs don't put on a show they put on a show but they don't get that publicity because you you don't get five star athletes going to HBCUs that's just like back in our day of growing up and things of that nature we had like real athletes in high schools like now all the athletes going to prep schools or things like that that. yeah like you getting people going to like St. Pius or or so are they there on scholarships no, because they're, they're good players? No, they're not there on scholarships. They're there because they're good players. And the school made the means for them to get there. So they paying their tuition? Uh, no, not... I mean, college, yeah. No, no, no. They get like, their tuition paid, but school is something schools, different. Like, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Like, private That's schools, what I mean. Yeah, Are yeah. they giving them scholarships to go to these schools? Oh, I guess so, yeah. I didn't go to a private school. Yeah, I just know, yeah, they're free. getting... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they getting them in there. College yeah. tuition, some of these private schools. They're definitely getting them in there. No, I went 
But yeah, I mean, so I I guess so. At the end of the day, it's the the student, the athlete themselves who makes the decision. And you're saying that you feel like these. Well, athletes, I don't. Yeah, it's the athlete, but it's who also makes, who decides what school they go to, right? Yeah, but it's also the. Once again, it's the school that 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 recruited them. You know what I'm saying? So because they may have five, six different schools that recruit them. <laughs> But once again, like if you got a big school that's recruiting you, then you're thinking about the publicity that's right. going to come with it, especially if you're a good player. Right. You're going to think about the publicity that's going to come with it and your chances of, hey, if you're trying to get to the next level of playing in the NBA, how much of a chance that it increases playing for a big school. And I understand that. But if you have – so now what they're doing in college, they're doing it like they're doing it in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So these kids is growing up, going to all these different camps, mingling with each other, meeting and greeting with each other, mm-hmm. getting tight with each other, and going to the same college. Mm-hmm. So they're they're going out here and creating super teams. I got you. So, hey, if they oh, start doing that for HB – I mean, but that's what they're calling it. Really? Like, if you, you got to think about it. If you got four of the best players in a, in a state all on the same college mm-hmm. team, like that's they're the best players fair. in that state. That's not fair. You know what I'm saying? And like, they're doing the this based player. off of them, like, making a bond and connection. Like, oh, yeah. we're going to go to the same. So, like, okay, for instance, I say Duke again. They had Zion Williams, Cam Reddish, and um, R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. So, R.J. Barrett's from Canada. He was the number one player in the whole country of Canada. He was the number one high school player in the whole country of Canada. Zion Williams... Uh, he was the number one player in South Carolina. Cam Reddish was the number one player in Georgia. Hmm. And all of them went to Duke. And where did they meet each other previously? I mean, they met each other playing basketball, just going to different camps, traveling to different oh. states and things of that nature. You got to think, like, when you're the number one player in some somewhere, like, you're going to hear about it. You're going to hear about each other. Hmm. Like I said, they just teamed up. So if you start influencing these young kids, like, hey, you ain't got to go up here and live like a bum. You know what I'm saying? Because you going up here to put on a show and you're not getting paid for it. Like, they might be taking care of you, but you not they're not putting money in your pocket. And then when you mess up, they throw your ass away. Right, right out of real there. Real quick. Because you know I know a couple people, a couple people that were, you know what I mean, athletes at, in Prime high school athletes. and get go to a good school and get down there and... So wait, the the boy who is Tampa Bay's quarterback, Winston, ain't that his name? Yeah. Then he steal some food or something like that. Yeah, he got caught stealing some crab legs. Anyways, that wasn't the point that I was getting at. Not the, why they ain't put him out. I mean, because hey, he fire. I wouldn't, he was I wouldn't even say he was that good, but it was just on the simple fact of hey, he was a young kid. He made a mistake, and we had just won. I think they had just won the national championship. That's what it was. Let's clarify that. That's what it was, because it ain't got nothing to do with him being a young kid because he black. And I know folks did that. So it was because he wanted them some shit. Okay. That's why. Make them some money that keep you around. I mean... But that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, So I was having a conversation with one of my friends the other day um, about Kyrie Irving and how he's, you know, trying to sit out for the season. And he's doing this. It's, let me make sure I got it correct. He's doing this in protest, like Black Lives Matter, or because he's scared of COVID? Because I've been hearing both. I mean, I'm not for certain about it because, like I said, what I heard Kyrie talking about was he was talking like he was saying some certain things, but it didn't have any direction. Like, if you sit out this season, 
what what should, what are you gonna do? What what are the players gonna do? Like, where do they go? Or do they get out here in the streets? Like, are we gonna get out here in the streets? Are we gonna help people? I don't know. Like, do you feel like we could form uh, our own league? Most definitely, Ice Cube did it. I don't know why did it. That's what like I don't. But it, it's gonna take money. See, Ice Cube did it over time, and he did it with uh, a lot of backing. You know what I'm saying? And then once he was able to create a crowd and create a real following, he was able to pay that backing off, and now he's doing it on his own. But that's all it's going to take. If you get LeBron, I mean, LeBron back in the day. He's, that's what I'm saying. He's a perfect person. For him to say that he feels like he can make a difference while he's But LeBron playing. on the back end, like LeBron is LeBron is 35. He's going to be 36. He's on the back end of his career, so he's not so going to continue to play basketball. So you got to start with the young guys. Mess his money up. Once again, you got to start with the young guys. You got to start with these high schoolers and these college boys. But it, like you say, it'll take somebody like LeBron to get out here and start up a league. Because back in the day, in the early 2000s, when the, you go up there, you can hear, I, I mean, y'all just came from New York. So you hear about Rucker Park and things like that. They used to have five basketball, five on five in the hood. All the NBA players come out there and play five on five. The rappers out that there looks, That's so cool. You like know what I'm seeing that. You know I'm country, so I don't get out much. But seeing that, see, like you, the courts in front of the projects and all that, it was like the movies, like how I seen the movie. But you know, what I mean, I imagine that was probably cool growing up in. And then, uh, I think I was telling, I think I was telling Natalie maybe at one point because we were talking about it, about and one, maybe Natalie or maybe Daisha. I was telling about and one, like and one did it. They started up their own oh, basketball league. Oh, I remember. League. And they TV. On, on, they made it on TV. They were on TV. They was, and they were on ESPN. Out That's here doing tricks right. with the ball. I forgot about Traveling that. around the world, getting paid. So I don't know why people feel like they can't, that we I can't mean, but do it's, that. It's just the NBA is the shield. Like, you're not real. it's not really about the person. It's about the brand. Like, yeah. hey, bro, I played in the NBA. I played on the prime professional level. That's lame, in my opinion. I mean, that's how it go. Because you got to think, you got people that go play overseas and stuff like that, but they don't eventually, they don't make it to the NBA, so it's just not, it's overlooked, kind of. I feel you. But if you get somebody, like you said, if you get somebody like LeBron. I hope he, that was just so like, disappointing because, you know, I know people say, they they be talking about how he fall on the ground and stuff like that. Um, but I honestly, I like LeBron. So that was just really disappointing when he said that the other day like that he felt like he was gonna do it from inside of the um, inside of the NBA he said he can feel like he can make a difference but right. I don't know to each his own I just feel like I'm I feel like he just more concerned about his ring like what I was saying earlier in the conversation how people sometimes that guaranteed paycheck makes them afraid to step out onto some shit on their own. Mm -hmm. Like, LeBron know he he good and he getting money. So, and like you said, he like 35, so that's kind of later in your basketball career. Yeah, so most, I so, mean, for, for a player like him and the caliber. Been in it so long. But not only that he's been in it so long, but the caliber of player that he is. Because Kobe played 20 years. Mm -hmm. Tim Duncan played 19 years. LeBron on his 17th. But the caliber of player that he is, like he's a ball-dominant player. He's a, a physical player, and he's a skillful player. So 
what he contributes to his team and to the game of basketball is more than what a 21-year-old or a young dude would do. Right. And, you know, he's 35, so he ain't going to have too many just good, solid years of doing what he's doing. Right. Still jumping out the gym and all of that type of stuff. Right. Well... I hope you change your mind, LeBron. I mean, like I say, after the NBA career, maybe he probably can do something That's like that. That's so lame. No, it's not. That'll be a big... He's going to no, be bigger. He's going to be a bigger name after his career. This is when he would make the biggest statement, though. Now. I mean, it's going to piss It's gonna piss a lot of his fans off, I'm sure. Because I'm sure it's a lot of people who... It's going to piss, it's gonna piss a lot of Laker, Lakers fans off. Right. Like, the Lakers are going to be pissed. <laughs> if I just, LeBron just leave and go play for a Negro League. <laughs> Not a Negro League. That's what it's going to be. That's what they were called, though, yeah. It's going to be a Negro League. Nah, I don't want y'all to call it that. That's going to be what we're going back to. We're going back to the Negro no, League. No, can we? No, because I think, like, that just made me feel like that's what, that just remind me of what they used to call us. I mean. I don't know. I would hope that we can think of another name please <laughs> <laughs> but no I'm here for the new I only uh, I I get it you can play it safe and get people on the inside but I say fuck it fuck it right whatever so um, that's our sports segment our sports segment wrapping it up so let's I heard you got our, a game I heard you got a game let's do our game okay um, I don't know if you all are familiar with Black Card Revoked Ah oh, man she oh, done set us up deck, but I do have one card yeah let me see the deck she done set us up during this session y'all Uh-oh. we're not gonna play the whole thing so this is Black Card Revoked this is the fifth edition for those who haven't played this <laughs> be <laughs> On guard, yo! Like. It's so fun. We play it. We get drunk, and you can play it. Play it in teams, but they have questions. They're either a majority rules question or a true, true or false question. So this is a majority rules. With the majority rules, basically, whoever, whichever answer every the most people pick is the right answer. <laughs> so JT, this question is for you. Answer the question. Which song is the ultimate twerk anthem? A. Whistle while you twerk. B. Doodoo Brown. C. Tootsie Roll. Or D. Back that ass up. I think I got my answer. I'm ready. I want to go with D. Or a million dollars. That's a good answer right there. Hey, absolutely. Back that ass up is the national twerk anthem. I think that's the longest. I think that and Nuck If You Book are songs that I still hear in the club. And I think they're about 20 years old. Absolutely. Now. And I still am with the shits for both songs. Almost Just as I was old. back at Figure Eight and the Libra. Oh, man. <laughs> so, that's real um, history. I definitely shout out to the real ATLians. Have the time. I actually got this on Amazon, but it's Black Car Revoked. Um, this is again is the fifth edition. They have multiple editions. Um, so yeah. If you never game. played the game, just be aware, okay? Yeah, it's fun. Y'all gonna argue. Maybe. And y'all better know your blackness. Yes. It'll definitely pull your black card yes. too. Yes. 
we've learned that some folks ain't really about niggas, that life they ain't like really they act like it. So, her, we have our high question of the day. High question of the day. Is the essence scent silent or the C in scent silent? Think about that. Is damn because scent as in change it's spelled how does not have the s it's just the c and it's still the same sound you know whoever made up the english language y'all just was fucking around with some shit huh and just like throw that there right there even though it sound the same spell it throw a letter in front of it put a k in front of it made that bitch silent mm-hmm. <laughs> right so yeah guys um thanks for tuning in to our first the first the very first session of mother loving sessions the podcast you all make sure that you tune in next week again thank you to our sponsors always the smokers hey south side brand everybody that shows us love thank you again um make sure you stay tuned next week friday same day see y'all later